The Smart Start Money Podcast. If the subject is about money and life or questioning the so-called experts on the subject, we open the conversations. Welcome to this episode of the Smart Start Money Podcast. My name is Eric Flynn. On this podcast episode, I'm going to be talking about some ways companies eliminate older workers. Although there are protections supposedly in place to not discriminate against older people in the workplace, most employers use common methods to eliminate people that are over 40. Just because it might not be legal for a company to reduce its aging workforce, this doesn't mean it won't happen. Stick around for today's podcast episode as I talk about ways companies are eliminating older workers. This podcast episode is one that I felt was really important to talk about because it really affects a lot of people particularly over the age of 40. And that is how companies are using certain tactics to eliminate older workers. And this particularly seems to be the case during the environment we're currently living in with the, with the pandemic and companies are trying to cut costs and things. And also probably because I fall into that age category, almost nearing 50 years old now. It seems that many companies are, even though there's protections in place to to not discriminate against older people, companies do it anyway. And it's one of the things that really kind of gets under my skin with a lot of these employment laws that are out there. And that's how they're really kind of a false sense of protection and security for people. It's not just the age discrimination laws. It's, it's other workplace laws that, that seem to be in place for discriminating against people for sex or religion or race. And a lot of times all that discrimination, it occurs anyways, even with those laws in place. And there a lot of times isn't much people can really do about it. When it comes to age, the, the Age Discrimination and Employment Act of 1967 is one of those laws that's assumed to protect people 40 years of age and older from employment discrimination. But like many laws, it really doesn't live up to the reason it was created. If you are an older person in the workplace, you need to know the Age Discrimination Act is not going to protect you. Companies and their human resource departments have several techniques at their disposal to phase out older employees. There's a few things you need to ask yourself is, how do you know you are the target of being eliminated at work due to your age? And if you are, what can you do to protect yourself from age discrimination in the workplace? Now, first, I really want to take a look at the problem of workplace discrimination based on age. Even though the age discrimination law states it is unlawful to discriminate against a person for compensation terms, conditions, or privileges of employment because of a worker's age, age-based discrimination, it's pretty common. A survey by AARP discovered the following as it relates to discrimination based on age in the workplace. One in four workers in the survey, age 45 and older, said they had been subjected to negative comments about their age from supervisors or coworkers. Three in five older workers have seen or experienced age discrimination in the workplace, and 76% of those people surveyed of older workers saw age discrimination as a hurdle to finding a new job. And it's not just getting let go from an employer when age discrimination occurs, but also often during the hiring process. 
The recent pandemic has only made the situation much worse with an increase in the number of age discrimination complaints. Many employers will use the tools at their disposal to purge out older workers in favor of younger workers. The protection of the Age Discrimination Employment Act has, it's really not been doing what it was really designed to do, like so many employment laws falsely in place. And this is certainly confirmed by the courts increasingly favoring businesses over workers in the case of age discrimination lawsuits. Employers are using many of the same actions, deceptions, and behaviors to gain favor in the court system when a former employee brings a valid argument to court for age discrimination. So it's important to take a look at what some of the common methods employers are using to eliminate older workers. And they're doing some of these things to try and get by the laws that are in place to supposedly protect older workers. And one of those is the layoff. Although companies are supposed to provide a list of employees that are included in a layoff, they use certain methods to make it look like they did not discriminate based on age. And these layoffs will include a few sacrificial people under 40 years of age, and they will often target certain job titles or departments. What you need to understand about a layoff is it's almost always occurring for cost-cutting measures. Older employees are many times paid more money than their younger co-workers. A layoff is used to cut overhead expenses, so it only makes sense for a company to target older workers, even though there are laws that, that should protect this. Now, I will tell you, in a previous corporate job, I believe I was the target of age discrimination along with the salary I was paid. At the time, my immediate supervisor even commented that letting me go really didn't make any sense. I was the most productive in the department and the highest paid. Now, I can tell you what probably happened is someone likely looked at a balance sheet and just saw my position as a dollar sign in age. Subsequently, I was included in that layoff. Job elimination is another tactic some employers will use to get rid of older workers. Frequently, the excuse of eliminating a position or role, it's used to discriminate against older people in the workplace. A company will tell an older worker the job they do is no longer of need and the position is being eliminated. Now, the truth behind this is the position is seldom really just eliminated. Job elimination, when discriminating against older workers, regularly just becomes the, the role of another employee or a job title is changed that takes on the same responsibilities of that, that person's job that is supposedly eliminated. The new position is almost always for a younger person. Companies use the excuse of job elimination because it can be difficult to prove age discrimination using this justification. Another method employers will use to try to get rid of older workers is reducing an older employee's paycheck or hours that they work. And this is a big way employers try to get rid of older workers. Let's admit it. No one wants to go back when it comes to progressing in a career field. And this includes the, the salary. This should not make reductions in, in hours or pay as a surprising tactic that some companies will use to have older employees ultimately leave on their own. 
One of the big advantages of reducing an older worker's pay is, like I said, they, they might think about leaving on their own. And this make, makes it much more difficult to prove any type of age discrimination when a person decides to leave a company on their own behalf. Employers know this and they use it to their advantage. Rather than having to get rid of an older worker, they really try to push people out. They try to make them do it themselves. And another way that they do this is by removing an older person's responsibilities, authority, or demoting them at a job. It really can push that person to leave on their own. Just like no one wants to take a salary cut later in their career, they also generally don't want to take a lower position. Doing this can be a humiliating experience for some people, and they'll choose just not to do it. Thus, a worker that is demoted will often leave a company on their own. And this is many times, it's the actual objective of the employer. Eliminating opportunities is another way to push older workers out. Most people want to have opportunities available to them in the workplace. And this includes the opportunity for advancements, promotions, and higher pay. Although it is illegal to deny someone an advancement based solely on age in the workplace, this one, again, happens quite frequently to get rid of older people in a business. Opportunities at work can be minimal for a lot of people, but this is another approach some employers will use specifically to phase out those older workers. The reason, once again, is when opportunities no longer exist at an employer, many people make the decision to leave on their own. Therefore, it's a popular choice to eliminate opportunities for older people in the workplace in order to get rid of them without being accused again of age discrimination. Now, this next way some companies try to push out older workers is one that really kind of gets to me, and that is you know, although most employers would prefer older workers to leave on their own in most instances to avoid discrimination problems, they do have tools at their disposal. And this includes building a case against the older person to prove they are, they're, you know, they're no longer good at their job. Putting together a justification for getting rid of an older worker just for the sake of their age, it, it can take some time. However, this is something that is done when an employer cannot get rid of an older employee in the, in the organization by pushing them out and having that person leave on their own. Ultimately, they'd like that person to leave on their own, but when they can't, there's things that companies will do to get rid of that person. If an older employee starts to get bad performance reviews, reprimanded or written up for poor job performance after several, after several years of a good record, this can be a sign that the company is trying to push that person out. And what you need to know in this situation is the human resource department is not your friend. Let me repeat that. Your HR department is, is not your friend. They will be helping the employer to, to build that case to let an older employee go. And I've even written a article on this at one time on misconceptions it's about HR departments, if you want to take a look at that on the website. And it really is about the human resource department. They are not an employee advocate. Another method some employers will use to get older workers to leave on their own is isolate them. Cutting older workers out of things like projects, meetings, and lunches can leave a person feeling like they aren't part of a team. 
And no one wants to feel this way each day they go into work. And again, employers, they know this. A company I once worked for would is what they would do is assign people to something called special projects. It seemed that regularly a worker that made it to this department would shortly no longer be with the company. And it became known that if you get assigned to special projects, you would shortly no longer have a job. The company would either make it so you would want to leave on your own or they would ensure eventually a worker would be shown the door. This next method companies will use to get rid of older workers is basically harassment. And this is really one of the vile methods that some companies will stoop to because basically here, no one wants to be harassed, bullied, or made fun of at any age. And jokes related to older workers referring to how they might be senile or out of touch, it can push older employees to leave a company. Realistically, harassment based on age should not be tolerated in the workplace. However, it does happen. Some people would recommend a formal complaint to a company's human resource department when inappropriate age harassment persists, yet the truth is that will not likely help if a company is trying to get rid of an older worker. Furthermore, if a company really isn't looking to let go of an aging employee that does not make a formal complaint to HR, that employee might now be viewed as a a problem. So if you aren't on the radar for anything and you go to HR for something, now you are on their radar. And if you're an older worker and you're seen as a problem, quite honestly, they're going to look for a way to get rid of you. And this will only make an older person a target to to make them want to leave and build a solid performance case to get rid of them. Early retirement package offers are also used as an enticement to, to try and get older people to retire sometimes. These are often set up to be hard for an older person to, to turn down. At the very least, with an early retirement offer, a company is not trying to get rid of an aging worker by some other methods mentioned that are certainly less than either ethical, legal, or, or morally right. If you are an older person in the workplace and get an offer of an early retirement package, you probably should consider it cautiously. The real problem here is if the employer is indeed trying to phase out older workers and you don't take their early retirement package, you might be the target of another elimination method that doesn't have any benefits. With all of the ways mentioned that companies are eliminating older workers to you know, to try and save some money and lower the number of people they have working for them. How can older people protect themselves from workplace age discrimination? And even though the odds are really against aging people in the workplace when it comes to discrimination based on age and not eventually being a target, there are some things that can be done for protection. At the very least, most people working for someone else should plan for the worst, I will say, and hope for the best as they start to get older in the working world. The Age Discrimination and Employment Act of 1967 really, honestly, much it's not much protection for most people. It is important to start planning for age discrimination early in the workplace and consistently work on improving this position in a career field. 
And one of the things you can do to protect yourself is I can't stress enough how important it is to save money at any point in your career when, when you're working, knowing how frequent age discrimination truly occurs in the workplace. It, it's particularly important to, to save, saving money early in a career and continuing to do so on an ongoing basis can build a financial safety net as a person ages in the working world. I realize the challenge this presents to a lot of people today, but making sacrifices now can, it really can provide security later. Saving money and investing, it, it creates choices later in a career if a person is the target of age discrimination. The real problem is most people don't start making more money until they reach those, you know, those ages of 40 or 50. And this is just the time to be phased out of a job due to, to age. Carefully consider the possessions needed at a young age and the financial choices that are made. You know, driving a new car or competing with people for financial status is it's not going to help in the future. I'll tell you, money won't solve every problem, but it can make it a little easier to deal with them. And this includes being discriminated against for being a certain age in, in the working world. Take advantage while you can of any employer retirement plan or pension that can be a benefit down the road. Furthermore, put some money away in investments that can be accessed without penalty before reaching the age of retirement. Workplace age discrimination, it's, it's said to start around about 40 years old today. And this leaves several years before reaching retirement in the eyes of the government to collect Social Security and access a tax-deferred 401k or IRA without penalty. If there's one piece of advice for older people in the workplace or even just younger workers that are starting out, it's to, to start your own business. And this seems to be becoming more popular these days where you know people are starting what they call a side hustle. Even if you are working a full-time job, look for ways to start a part-time business of your own. Try and choose something that you'll be able to grow over time. And it might be, you know, something that you do not make a lot of money with now, but has, you know, has the potential to replace a full-time job down the road. Pick a business that you enjoy to ensure that, that you don't give up on it. The only way to truly protect yourself from losing the income from an employer you depend on is, it's quite frankly, not to rely on it. The older a person gets, the likelihood increases of being discriminated against based on age in the workplace. Having a business of your own to fall back on in the future, it's, it's just, it's plain just, it's good insurance. In the previous protection I mentioned about saving money and investing, you need to know that it's it's also important to do that this for for business reasons. You might not have the money early in your career to start a business, you know, the business of your dreams. However, if you save your money and get laid off in your 40s, you might have the financial backing to finally be your own boss for the next 20 or 30 years. Having your own business and source of income that you do not need to rely on an employer for, it's really the best protection against being discriminated against in the workplace based on age. Now, I know some people listening to this podcast, you know, might be thinking the best defense against age discrimination in the workplace would, you know, it's going to be to document the problem at the, the company you're working for. 
Thus, the, the end goal here is many times to bring a lawsuit against an employer for discriminating against an employee based on age. I understand the thinking behind this and what appears to be in the interest of, you know, hopefully winning enough money for financial security. However, the odds are against winning an age discrimination suit. And even if successful, I'm going to tell you it often is going to backfire. Honestly, I didn't even want to mention documenting age discrimination and pursuing legal action because the probability of success, it's just not that good. Moreover, even if a financial settlement is reached with a former employee for age discrimination, the reward is almost always not enough. Going to court is costly, and this includes going after an employer for age discrimination. The financial gain just isn't typically worth it. The money will come in handy in the short term, but the future will be damaged in many instances. What you have to understand here is employers talk, and particularly people in the same industry. If you decide to go after an employer for age discrimination, a future potential company you want to work for just might not hire you based on knowing that information. Because plainly here, people talk, and if you're labeled as trouble in a certain industry, as those people talk and tell each other, it, it could hurt your future employment chances. The other issue with building a case for age discrimination and reporting a problem to a company's human resource department is it's retaliation. Yes, it, it would be illegal, but don't think employers don't retaliate. They will build their case against someone that they believe might file suit against them in the future. And they will do this to protect themselves and they will likely look for ways to terminate the problem. The real issue with documenting age discrimination problems with a company is it almost always requires a formal complaint to be on record with the human resource department or a company. Once this is done, the reporter becomes a target to be fired or laid off. It doesn't hurt to document age discrimination problems at a job, but you need to know you're up against the professionals that defend against these problems on a regular basis. Most companies and business owners are, they're plainly here, they're pros in defending against discrimination. It will take much more than just documentation on your own to likely win an age discrimination lawsuit. Now, if you're listening to this podcast and you know, you are someone over the age of 40, you need to know age discrimination, it's, it is real. And it does happen quite frequently, a lot more frequently than most people would are either like to, to believe or admit. Although laws exist that should encourage employers to not discriminate against older workers, many of them, they, they basically, they choose to do it anyway. And the reason for this is they have the tools, experience, and knowledge to most often get away with it. Aging people in the workplace can often see a clear message when they might be the target of losing their job due to age discrimination. However, it can often be a challenge to accept it might be occurring. And there are common strategies employers will use to discriminate based on age, and none of these should be ignored when they do occur. Bringing a lawsuit against a company for employment age discrimination might be possible, but people need to know the odds of winning are stacked against them. Even if, if successful for, let's say, a modest financial reward, it can damage a worker's chances for any future employment 
before they're actually ready to retire. The best defense against workplace age discrimination for older people is to prepare financially early in a career. Save money for the future. Invest for the possibility of being phased out of an industry and job at an older age because the chances are good it might happen. Don't depend on an employer for your future. Plan for it yourself by starting your own business or saving the money to retire early if needed. This is the best protection against age discrimination in the workplace. Laws, rules, and regulations for discriminating against aging people in the workplace, they really aren't likely to save anyone. These are a nice concept, but really do very little to stop employers from discriminating against older people. Thanks for listening to the Smart Start Money Podcast. If you like the podcast, please subscribe. You can also visit the website at smartstartmoney.com for articles on life and money. What are your thoughts on age discrimination in the workplace? You can send any questions or comments directly to me at eric at smartstartmoney.com. On the next podcast episode, I'm going to be answering a question that recently came in. And that question is, what are some factors that are truly driving up the prices of college tuition? Join me on the next podcast episode as I talk about the rising prices of college tuition.